ready? You ready for what, what's about to happen? Yeah. yeah, I'm ready. Cheers. Wow. To episode Cheers. 75. Wow. Cheers. I feel like a now that I'm just drinking a beer. You can come over after, Evan, if you want to have some adult beverages. Uh, Old Smoky Tennessee Moonshine Hunch Punch Flavor. Is it good? Oh, right. It's no, um. It's not wrong. Rating it's out of ten. Four. Evan, you would hate it. For for value to get drunk, I would say an eight. For overall <sighs> taste, I'd say a five. Ooh. Evan, you it's, would hate it. This thing is. 40 40 uh 40 percent 80 proof that's pretty packs a punch no pun intended mm-hmm. oh my god johnny walker black oh. edition bougie Ooh, i'm just drinking Ooh. a very a half old gallon. bush light um Warm bush light. it's not that. it's just it's the camo edition so it's from the fall it's probably expired but i can't even see that beer Oh, yeah, it's expired. That's depressing. <laughs> I didn't really know beer expired. I didn't either. Yeah, look on the bottom, dude. This thing expired I think, in March. I think March that's 20- just a... Uh, it's not too old. You're going to drink that. March 26th. I think that's just a, po- that. this is a Ponzi scheme to... It's just uh, an opinion, you know? Keep big business, big Expiration beer going. Expiration dates are opinions. They're not facts. Except for milk. Nope. Yes. Milk is real. Well, actually, Wrong. you can just turn it into... Cheese. cheese. <laughs> yeah. So the elephant in the room right now for, well, people, if they see a clip, we got different locations. We're in everywhere. The Zoom tonight. You're getting Actually, a look at my bed. Grant's inviting yeah. everybody. <laughs> and you're getting a look into Alex's childhood room. bedroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good I times. will say Looks this a lot setup, different though than what it used to look like. My setup is so phenomenal right now, Alex. I almost want you to never come back. I mean, this is this is phenomenal. Extremely rude. Oh, Evan, Alex pulled a snake move today, so he's heading back to his home for for. I don't um, even know what this is. I'm a little nervous. For what's it called? What what would you call it? An obligation. And a grad this kid. Party. Yeah, I, just, I don't know how much detail you want about your life. It's not like an important a grad party. Alex is, an, Alex is an FBI agent. He just blew his cover. Uh, this kid decides to leave a jam-packed dishwasher for me to unload when he yeah, had that baby's plenty clean, of though. time. Plenty of time to get rid of it. It wasn't like he was leaving straight Actually, from work. I didn't because it took me two hours to get home because M14 is closed. The on-ramp is closed. I also never told you about this, Alex, because I wanted to block it out of my mind. But the other night, you left some dishes out and you left old chicken in a container. And it was the worst smell of all time. I just threw the whole I container away. I was hoping away. you didn't open it. I was just going to come back and do it the next day. I just, I Because I had it. forgot it because it was in my backpack from work and I forgot to take it out for like three days. So, yeah, I'm sure it was gross. I don't really mind that you threw it away. I probably would have done the same. I opened it, threw away the chicken started to clean the Tupperware, smelled so bad with dish soap in it, I just threw the whole thing away. Yeah, no, I think that's totally reasonable. <laughs> the Tupperware was gone. I All probably, right. we have so much Tupperware. Before we, we get off the rails, welcome everyone to the number one sports podcast in the state of Michigan. It is Thursday, I don't think we're there yet. It's Thursday, 
June 9th, 8.08 p.m. This will be another Friday Vibes, Friday Energy episode for the people. And the NBA Finals are chippy. And I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I, I was actually was watching it last night, and it was... I had a negative thought pop in my head, and I said, you know what? I'm actually kind of glad the Pistons aren't in the finals, so I don't have to worry about staying up till like, 1 o'clock in the morning just old to watch heaven. it all. Old man heaven. <laughs> the game's don't in disagree. Boston. Why are you tipping off at 9 o'clock? I said Great the question. same thing to Alex. No I don't one know. cares about the West Coast. Nobody. The West Coast doesn't watch sports. Well, Snoop Dogg and... Dr. Dre have a lot of songs about the West Coast. I don't think you want to be on their bad side. Tip-off should be 7.30. Be over by 11. 7.45. Six. (laughs) Old man. Six would be great. Over by 9.30. And I could even like read some recaps and then go to bed. (laughs) How about uh, six? Yeah, because I wanted to see the post games so bad last night, but I was like, I can't stay up for that. I don't, I I wanted to see what everyone said. What time did the game end? Hand up, didn't make it. No, I think like a little it. bit before midnight, but it was pretty much over for, well, the Warriors came back in the third, like they always do. And then yeah. it got out of control in the fourth, but the post game press conferences were worth it. People's feelings are hurt. Game four is going to be must watch on Friday. Can and, watch that. You could start that game at any time. I'll be able and to And I will it. say this, our Michigan, Michigan state boys on golden state did not do so hot mm. last night. It was mm. not a great look for the state when it comes to that, but, um, We'll see how the series progresses. I kind of like go back and forth on who I want to win. I've been more Celtics just because I want to see something new. And like I said, the rivalry of our dad's generation kind of passed me by because they weren't really our rivals uh, in my lifetime. But we'll see how it plays out. It's exciting, though. I'm not rooting for Boston. Never will. Alex has made that clear. He's anti-Boston, which I can respect. Um, they win everything. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, why, why would I root for a team that wins? Yeah, I'm cheering for Golden State. Warriors do they too. Win. Yeah, so I'm Draymond. cheering for the Warriors. Tiebreaker, Draymond. Spartan dog. You can hate him all you want. I think it's – I like Draymond more because of how much hate he's getting. Some some deserved. Not going to make excuses like, for the guy. I just – I you know me. I love animosity in sports, so I love everything both ways. Yeah, I mean it's it's getting aggressive. Um, we'll preview the show now. Weekly check-ins, some quick kind of sports talk. Uh, any any bopping around sports topics we have of our teams. Lines inside the den. If you want to stop now or stop before that segment, go watch that. It was a long episode. You might want to watch it on one point five speed or whatever. I was buzzing through it uh, today, but I think that's they're going to be their last one. Because Hard Knocks is going to step in. Um, so it kind of makes sense. And then we have an NFL quarterback's snake draft. A little national topic. I've been, I saw Dan Orlovsky's list the other day on a show. I saw Chris Sims putting out his show. I thought, why don't we? We're experts. Why don't we put our list out there of who the top 15 guys are in a draft format? Um, and also, a couple other things. And a change for the show going forward I'd like to do is one side note. Thank you to everyone who has given their feedback on our form, um, it wasn't a ton of people, but it's still live. So if you're listening to this and you feel bad and you missed it, go find that link and add some responses in. And then another thing that I'd like to do going forward is also plug our social accounts and the listen to the show at the start of the show and the back of the show. Because, you know, if people don't make it to the end, they don't really hear where to follow us at Shot of MS everywhere on all social platforms and listen to us on Spotify, 
Apple, YouTube, please subscribe, follow, do what you need to do, share the show with a friend. So now with that all out of the way, Evan, you start us off with your weekly recap because Alex and I have to talk about a movie, but we won't spoil it for you because you have not seen it. We should just not talk about that movie at all. I think that's the best idea. I need to talk about it a no, little No, Grant, because you almost spoiled it to other people last week. Highway you just way to the danger zone. Top Gun full danger review zone. next week after Evan's season. Danger zone. <laughs> clip that. It was, ele- it was electric. Siri, movie. clip that. Evan, what the hell have you done since we last talked? See, well, we talked what, last Tuesday, Wednesday? Thursday. Wednesday. Time flies. Dude, when no you're idea. Recording podcast. Least a week. It was not last Thursday. Tuesday. Tuesday is right. No. Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> it was the day last dropped, week. Episode dropped Thursday midday. Okay, shortly so after Jason's Snapchat. I don't have anything much. I mean, Golf League, but Alex and I will get in that together. Um, yes. Other than that, just a busy, busy, time-consuming. Busy, busy boy. Weekend of hosting, putting on, helping run a baseball travel tournament over at Mitchell Park if you know you know mm. um, you put on I like know. young Jeezy says field one I put on for my city um <laughs> a lot of hours I wasn't the hardest working person there there was a family that actually get, like directed it and ran it so cheers to them uh cheers to Chad Dunnigan actually I shout out his name he wanted to be on it but I told him to give a shout out. He was the tournament director, put on great stuff, no problems, no issues, ran smoothly. Um, had 38 teams travel for 9U, 10U, 11, and 12. Um, great competition, good teams, some not so good teams, electric okay. atmosphere, um, great weather, no complaints there. And the 12U are tournament champions. Took have to win your own tournament on Sunday. Have to. You have to win your own tournament. Felt good. Congrats, too. though. Thank you. Arrows. Arrows. Uh, can I ask one question that came to mind? Yeah. No. Uh, 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 where did the farthest team travel from for this prestigious tournament? Um, Russia. Blissfield, Michigan. <laughs> uh. So Grand Rapids, Cold there was water. a team. There was a team that we came from. So Jenison, where we were two weekends ago, they came. They, were, they sent a team down. Grand Blank. Mm. Um. Ty Rogers went there, right? Yeah. yeah. So did Cam. Friend. What a Shout out Cam. Shout out Cam. Great rapper. They're cousins. Those were, I think those were probably the two farthest spots True that fact. I can remember. Yeah. Any Ohio bums? Yeah, there was a well, Sylvania. So there's a Sylvania team. They weren't called Sylvania. Yeah, no, it's Sylvania. A team that we beat in the finals. Sylvania. That they, town has quite the baseball complex. That's where I'm going this weekend, Grant. Foreshadowing. What a privilege. <laughs> Never forget the Adrian Lookouts. Might have been Lenaway Lookouts. I don't know. There was a dispute on the name. Lenaway. There was the Kids. Anyways. Lenaway. We took home a 10 or 11U Cabo World Series birth from Sylvania qualifier event. Never forget. <laughs> but that's unrelated but yes great ballpark there so many fields only two um, almost too many fields so saturday we're two and oh we get placed the third seed though however because we gave up like two extra runs um and so saturday 
more of the stories, we played this Grand Blake team on Saturday and we played them again on Sunday in the semifinals. They had this kid that, um, from the information we got, played on like some Michigan elite travel team. And then his family was like, yeah, we can't afford this anymore. So he just joined his local travel team. Oh. And he was a freaking stud. We're talking bombs, pitching. What do you do? We're talking about pitching from the left side, just big, burly dude at 12 years old. Looks like he's like 16 again. <laughs> I'm guessing he throws low 70s from 50 feet. Wow. This feels like one of those uh, sports kid movies where like they rearrange the district line so this kid can play on like <laughs> this kid the worst team or something. Nuts. So, so if he was in the Little League World Series, you know, ESPN does the like what the pitch would be if you were pitching from 90 feet in the majors. Yeah. What, what do we think? 125? No, it would be <laughs> because like, 70 be, miles an hour from that close has got to be It would be roughly fast. probably mid nineties. I would say mid nineties for a 12 year old is what you're predicting. Yeah. This kid was chucking it. It was the fastest kid I've seen all year. Could you have gotten hit off him? Probably. All he had, he uh, just had the fastball. Yeah, it probably has that. like zero two seam wiggle to it. I Evan, would actually take no that kid terrible bomb hair. the right field. Alex, I got a hit last week in the alumni game. Yeah, he's going to run, credit. dude. You're back. Okay, Evan is so back. Fast forward, Saturday semifinal game. Um, I had a game plan with my assistant coach. He had to leave for a prior arrangement, so it was kind of me sitting there by myself. Had a good replacement. Mitch stepped in as an assistant coach. So we're sitting there. Um, he bats fourth in the lineup. Rookie mistake by those coaches. He should bet third. Um, <laughs> first inning, our pitcher pitched flawless. The first three innings, can only pitch nine consecutive outs. One, two, three in the first inning. So he comes well, up. No complete games in twelve. You you can't you're gonna you can't burn a kid's arm out. Yeah, can you? And like, uh, they'll, they'll end up like Casey Mize. Alex, chill. Dumb question, but you can you can go a full game in high school, right? Yes. Well, yeah, no. Can, to, well, yeah. If you keep it under pitch count. Yeah, if you're but sick, there's like a pitch Sam. count in high school. Yes, there is a pitch count. Instead if of innings like, pitched during the week, there's a pitch count. If you're sick, Lame. like Sam, Sam get B, Tommy John you before you go to the pros. <laughs> All right, so whatever. So the goal was just to intentionally walk him every single time he came to the plate. Yeah, first that. time we first time Lame. he walked to the plate, there was nobody on. I was like, okay, we'll pitch to him. Ball outside. He just second pitch, just pimps this one to right field. I'm screaming <laughs> back. I'm screaming at right fielder back. He sprints back. Just kind of just sticks off his glove and the ball goes in it. Just kind of and catches it. Like, oh, yeah, baby. We got one out. The kid was absolutely furious. He was like halfway down the first base, like almost trying. Like he's going to get a walk, standing triple. Slams his helmet down, goes back to the dugout. Eject him from the game. Is this a man child? Yes, sweet man child. Can we confirm his age? (laughs) No, I cannot. I'm picturing Aaron Judge. I am just imagining this ginormous (laughs) child. He's probably probably six foot. But he looked like a linebacker. He just just filled out as a 12-year-old. So next time he comes up, middle of the game, we walk... I think there was a guy on. Guy just got on base. So there's a guy just on first. And I told the umpire, his name was Bernie. And I said, hey, Bernie, I'm walking in. And I was on the third base side. So the dugout's like right behind the batter's box where he's batting. He turns around and stares me down. He's like, <laughs> basically, like, are you effing serious? You're walking a 12 year old? All the fans are, the away fans are, what's going on? What? You can just hear him murmuring. I'm, like, I'm walking him. Two pitches later, we get out of the inning. No, no sweat. Get a ground ball or pop up. I don't know. I'm starting to get nervous where this is going to lead. Yes. So now, <laughs> fight. So now, later in the game, I think to like the last inning, 
that their second to last inning that they bat. Yeah, second to last inning that they bat. There are, I think, bases loaded. I think bases loaded are runners on first and second, and he comes to the plate, and I I intentionally walk him again. <laughs> but I made a pitching change in between before he came to the plate. I made a pitching change, and I'm coming back. And him and like two of his teammates were warming up. And, get their timing down for the new pitcher scene. And he asked me, he's like, are you going to walk me again? And I said, absolutely. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, you can't. I just, I just walked back to the dugout. So, but he like, doesn't even get into the batter's box for his at bat before he gets intentionally walked. Like the, the first kid before him, the three hole hitter walks. So by time, like everybody like shifts their bases and like, oh, they knew bad. He's already walking halfway down the first baseline. <laughs> I tell the umpire, like, hey, Bernie, FYI, I'm walking him, but he's already halfway down the first base. <laughs> he, like, checks, looks, looks at me, just chuckles. He's like, okay. And you can just hear the parents. Just the parents are just all pissed off. Like, because oh, you care on. too much about winning, this is, Evan. This is 12 you baseball. 12 you baseball. Come on. Bad thing is, the next kid up, base hit, they score a run. They only scored one. We got the ball in quick. Um, So we're losing. We come back. Take the lead in the following top half of the inning. Uh, and then we shut him down in the bottom half to go to the championship. We win a close one in the championship. Come back again in the top half. Shut him down in the bottom half in the championship game. I, I stuck to my guns. I'm walking. I'm not facing it. Worth it. it was worth it. you, MLB, doesn't matter. Evan Cadmus is walking <laughs> the best hitter on that team. Evan is Evan is Joe Girardi with Miguel trying to chase three thousand. Three thousand hit. Evan's walking. Put him on. Put, call put me Aaron on. Boone. Yep. Don't care. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Aaron Joe Girardi just got fired from the Phillies. Grand way yeah, to keep that's up with why the times. I thought used to be a Yankees manager. I think that is, Years. That is a funny story. I say twelve of you can do that. Twelve of you is very intense baseball. That's the highest level you can really get before you flush off to like travel in middle school. Is, it's literally World Series. Yeah. You walk into World Series. series. This was Evans World Series. This was a home tournament. This Alex, was you said a you home have to tur- win your home tournament. I am you have doing to. it at you all do. costs. And you did. And you won. The fact is, this podcast is for winners only. And yes. that's just how it's going to yeah. be. Yeah. All right. I will do mine real quick. No, no um, Top Gun. Top Gun's a great movie. People should go see it like Evan I'm is. I'm going to see it Friday night. We'll talk about it next week. We will week. talk about it next show. But All spoilers coming next week. Get All ready spoilers. to have your face melted off. The last that's, that's not a spoiler. The last the 40 minutes is melt. very intense, Evan. Goosebumps. I understand. Near tears. I heard you slow in the beginning and then it ramps up at the end. Goose dies. Who ah, you going that was with? the first one. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Mitchell. He's the only one that's around town that hasn't seen it. Well, let All me right. know what time you're going. Just might go again. Um, <laughs> so good. I was going to see it It's pretty good. 7.30, imagine. I got practice from 5 to 6.30, taking care of a couple of things after practice, and then going straight to Celine. I'm in, I'll be in town. I can swoop you. I was going to say, you could scoop swoop me. It's on the way. Yeah. Sounds like I um, Our neighbors, Alex and I's neighbors, more affecting me because it's right outside my window, the way our apartment's designed. These people, man. I don't know if it's a husband and wife, a single wife. I have no idea. It might be two houses with the Where'd amount of going on. Where'd you come up with single wife? Why did that come to your head? It's definitely a family. I've seen them outside. There's, I think it might be multiple houses with the amount of people. 
Evan, and when I tell you this, these people are building the Willy Wonka's chocolate factory of gardens in their backyard because there very is true. landscaping going on every single day outside of my window for several hours of the day. And it is some of the loudest motorized machines to i don't know what it's like they're chiseling rock in the backyard for what there's no yards in this neighborhood it's a tiny little neighborhood when it comes to yard size have these people have you seen journey to the center of the earth i'm pretty sure it's in that backyard that could be it um i've gotten glimpses back there there's a lot of plants and i think there's like a little buddha statue so they got some zen kind of thing going on back there but it is it's nonstop. it doesn't quit unrelenting every single day and i'm starting to go insane from it so if i'm a little on edge for the couple next shows this summer that's why these people are driving me crazy and i've started sending snapchats out to alex uh basically every time i really encounter it and get one every day around the same time now that i've said it out loud and i'm conscious of it it's getting worse because i just realize it today was oddly quiet i think because it was raining you still sent me one today well there you go no i definitely did not um and then my last thing, Alex, you can feel free to hop in here because it involves you. Had some good old-fashioned binge drinking last weekend. Um, Whoa, pretty responsible, dude. though. Take it easy. It wasn't crazy. No, you're right. It wasn't that crazy. Binge is but, not the right word. Well, but when you don't drink during the weekdays, like when you're responsible, it feels like you're binging on the weekends. Um, Four cases to, between five guys. Yeah, that's a lot. Went to quite the um, popularized bar in ferndale called boogie fever it was straight out of the 70s the 80s i don't know the exact decade but boy did i feel like i was um what's that guy's name john travolta in a disco movie you walk in there's lights everywhere going crazy there's a big disco ball they're mixing in a lot of old songs some new songs to keep it fresh for the people but a lot of people like dressed up and I would call them costumes to fit in with the era. And it was a scene. It was fun, but it was a scene. It was definitely something new for us. It was something. It was something. Yeah. <laughs> it was memorable. Yep. And a guy might've died there. And an ambulance was called and people were being, uh, they were, the security guards were shining flashlights in everyone's eyes to get away from the curtains that were being closed behind somebody. Can confirm I did see the person, might have been a dead body, um, on his back, feet up, laying on the ground. As they were telling people to walk away. I don't think that's... No, didn't see we any news articles according to Grant, though. We weren't led to believe that happens at Boogie Fever every Saturday night, so I, I think Boogie we're okay. Fever. <laughs> uh, and then we also went to a dive bar where both bartenders were drunk, and uh, I don't like them. So and charged charged Cody twelve dollars for a Bud Light because bottle. they were drunk and, and swore and turned the lights on and told us to leave when seven other people were still sitting at the bar but told didn't us say to anything leave. to the other people just said it to us yeah because and we know Cody got price gouged because I bought three Blue Moons for twenty dollars and he got charged twelve for a Bud Light bottle. <laughs> now you guys know how much you guys know how much i love a bud light bottle but that that's like comerica park price if we're i mean that's not a i'm not even gonna give him a free shout out i'm bleeping that out no one go to that bar what did what did she say she came up to us like you know the lights are on that means it's time to go so like, no she said that means it's time for you guys to get the 
out of here soon. Uh-oh. She dropped a hard F twice. Wow. Yeah. Even worse and than I don't remember. We were like, I we were going to test her, but we were like, ah, let's get out of here. She just ripped off. She basically stole money from our friend. <laughs> um, Alex, your week, and then transition that into golf for this week. My week was the same as Grant's. Uh, I went and to paste that. <laughs> went to Top Gun, and then I, as Grant said, binge drank. Oh, I did. Uh, did have a putt putt. Uh, during the day Saturday. Yeah. At what was claimed to be the greatest putt putt course in southeastern Michigan. Isn't that what the tagline was? That's what their website said. It wasn't. Mm. It wasn't very nice. Chops. Um, I finished second out of four. I'll take it. Used our own putters because we're hardos. <laughs> Do not Losers. hurt me. <laughs> um, who got first? Cody. Mm-hmm. Cody got first. I uh, I lipped out for a hole in one in the final hole, which would have really put the pressure on Cody. Um, but lost. So Drew finished in last. Sorry to chop Drew on the pod, but he had four fours in a row, and most of these were part twos. Ooh, mm. rough. I think he was eight over on the front nine. I finished plus two overall. I think Cody shot even. So Ben finished third. Uh, so putt-putt, and then, yeah, boogie fever in the Irish bar. Sunday did a whole lot of nothing. All-time hungover day. Yep. Just a, just a FIFA dynasty, actually, is what, what got started. Yeah, good stuff. Grants the GM. I just play the games. That's really how it goes. Monday, golf league, back nine. Um, thought it was gonna rain all day. So thought it was gonna rain all day. I'm gonna add was, before you get started. Yeah, you're probably gonna say the same thing to me. I did not want to golf at all on Monday. No due interest to in it. How tired I was and how much I worked over the weekend. I, I was no praying interest. it was gonna rain. Woke <laughs> up Monday morning, looked at the forecast, and I said yes. I fist pumped in my bed. So first thing I did when I woke up I was like yes. I'm not gonna have to golf. Yeah, I can relate. Around even like at three thirty. I was still checking the weather on my like work laptop. I just text my dad, be like, "Yeah, there's no way we're playing. Probably won't even make the drive." Yeah, not going. He's like, "Nope, come." And then I texted Drew because Dave, you know, is our uh, league manager, commissioner, the, the owner, Greg Norman commissioner. of Raisin Valley. I would call him the commissioner of our league and owner, of course. Um, of course, he drew. So I asked Drew to get me some inside information. And he said, Dave is dressed in his rain gear, sitting in the living room, says we're good to go. I got that text, and I was like, oh, <laughs> So I had to go home. So that's that's the background of golf. So Evan and I had no interest in it. So when I get there, I was feeling pretty lackadaisical. Uh, no women's league, so we got to basically go right away. So not that you get much warm-up to begin with, but you're even less loose. And it was just about how the whole day went just it's just mediocre nothing bad nothing good just boring and we got smoked because our opponents shot 36 and 35 so shout out josh and tj mm. wow so i think we took nine i didn't even think you took maybe that. less seven i think you came in and said seven and a half seven and a half maybe that feels <laughs> And Father G did not play his. 
<laughs> no excuses for him, though. Evan, your round? My round. Um, played my father and Wally. So Ryan and Wally. Um, Can I say one thing before you continue? Absolutely. So Evan's dad on the on 10. So everyone's like, everyone all huddles around when everyone's teeing off. And he had his speaker to like, uh, like the camping trip level loud. It just felt like a concert on the 10th tee. And as someone's teeing off, he's like, you know what? He looks at me, he's like, I think that's a little loud, don't you think? I'm like, yeah, no, it's been blasting for four groups, but whatever. <laughs> a little late, man. I was vibing to it. Luke Combs, Luke Combs came Luke out Combs when, I, was when just I got into the tee box, and I'm like, go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did turn it down way too late at this point. Just like he had no right. idea that it was that loud, and then he's like, Oh wait, that <laughs> is was, really loud. He was blaring it. Oh my gosh, yeah. Good stuff. Wish he would have kept it. Yeah. Um my round was just just pitiful. Um once again. Oh. I had some bad luck on some holes. Uh but all in all, I just didn't capitalize when I would hit a good shot and followed up with a really bad shot. Just I played bogey golf until the last three holes, and then I just blew up. You hit a good drive on 11. How's that driver for everyone? It just sucks, bro. It looks like you hit a good one on 11. I was just, on 10. I thought I hit it so well, and then it just it, it was still 150 yards out. Hmm. And like if you hit a good drive on 11, you should be sitting like 70 to 60 yards out. Like yeah. it has no pop in it. It doesn't drive the ball. And it just I saw it and I was like, oh yeah, that's nice. And I saw it land and I just was just completely disappointed. You know, I was say, though, 65 Evan, yards out on that. Gotta get that smash factor up. I know. It's not the plane. It's the pilot. Grant. <laughs> that's <laughs> a little teaser for the movie. Um It's the Indian, not the arrow. Um I just played bogey yeah. golf from for 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. No, take that back. I parred 14 and 15. Okay. And then just blew up after that. Just, yeah. just pitiful. Just pitiful just, golf. This is all I want from you guys. I want you guys to go into the next round just like opposite of this one, full of energy. Like, yes, I get to go do this. Take a smelling sure. salt but if you need to. come from work, dude. I it's think not, you guys just need very to like. Tough. Grant, I will to have like, that energy on Monday because I'm going to have full rest. I'm not going to be gone for. 16 next week's my day position week yes it is we're probably playing each other uh rumor has it i'm not playing you oh uh, i just I, think I, you guys should be ready it. to go i would do i'm gonna get on our twitter account and i'm gonna send a live video of us on the first t-box just yeah i like that used up Alex yeah. are gonna actually use shotgun on the first t-box before yeah. we tee off if that's what done if i can get a free yeah. free beverage from drew if videos to the account is what you need and you hold yourself guys accountable that you're having a great time, so be it. Listen, there's I didn't peop- play that bad, Grant. I didn't there's shoot a people, 53 again. There's so people it's okay. out there just dying to go golf on a Monday. And you guys are so lucky you get to. We need the energy to go do that. Yeah. Well, at least you're not my dad. He pulled a Evan from the week, two weeks prior on 11. And smashed one out of bounds into the road left and then i did that on hole number one pulls new ball smashes out of bounds again into the left pulls third ball quick five and the guys were playing like no 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 don't hit another one we don't need to see this (laughs) we don't need to see you put another one out and he probably would (laughs) have all right the weekly recaps 
as we've been doing the last couple of weeks, some quick hitting sports stuff. I got, I'll, I'll, I'll drive the ship on this one. I got some questions for you guys about our sports teams, um, but okay. we'll keep them kind of brief instead of diving deep. Um, the first thing, though, I'm going to be selfish and take the lead on something that irked me this weekend that I don't really deep down care about year in and year out. But this was so egregious, I had to bring it up. Michigan, Louisville, some of the worst umpire, mm. umpiring I've ever seen. Evan, you're in charge of getting officials umpires for games sometimes. If this happened in your game and they had the replay system and they still upheld it, I would hope you have in your heart to fire that guy and never hire him again. I, we have to hold people accountable in this society, especially when you get replay. What's the point of replay? If you can't review it, see clearly that the guy's fingers bent back from being hit by a glove and no other body part was on the bag. And you still call a guy safe. And yes, could Michigan have gotten out of the inning after that? Sure, but they should have been out of the inning going into, you know, like three outs to go. Um, instead, they end up losing to Louisville. Tough. Tough scenes. Um, I I like Michigan baseball when they make the College World Series. I was gearing myself up to watch the Super Regional game potentially. This weekend should be happening, and they got absolutely hosed. So I just had to mention that. It's BS. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, it feels bad about that. You know, I saw the replay, and I was like, Oh, you know, it's Michigan kind of bitching about it. All the Michigan fans on Twitter bitching about it, bringing up where this guy slept eight for breakfast that morning and what college he went to. And then the situation of the fact that, like, that would have been got him out of the inning. They would have never scored the four runs. They would have had the lead going into the ninth inning. They would have upset Louisville and probably in their own regional. They would have been advanced as super regional as a northern team. It plays a lot in that factors, and I understand why you would be so upset. Um I still don't think Michigan's talented enough to do anything outside of even when they advance the Super Regional. I don't know who they would have played. Fair. That's neither here nor there. We don't need to bury them. Correct. Um, <laughs> I bury. do feel somewhat bad for the situation of how badly they blew the call. I don't feel bad for the Michigan fans that went on Twitter and had a bitch about it. I, I, be, I feel bad for that they still got the call wrong for, after reviewing it. Right. And we just have to hold umpires accountable. Correct. Yeah, I when feel you bad get to for the players. It. Yes, that would suck. Not to that would stick with Don't you give a single life. shit how Grant feels about Michigan baseball. <laughs> you know, you just, just want me to be honest. If this no, one day happens I, in Michigan State, I do, I'll still feel bad I mean, for you. It, we will never have to worry about that. Yeah, we're not good at baseball. We don't even play baseball, honestly, it feels like. so. Alex, question for you. Yeah, answer. Detroit Tigers. Boycott, boycott status. Don. Well, boycott is oh. here. No, Wait, pause it. Put it we, on pause. It got we destroyed by the Yankees. No, you got to put it in reverse. Many sweep of the Pirates. They played the Pirates and they yeah, won nine games. Put it in reverse. Put it. Nine games oh back in the God. division. Let me look at the schedule. You put guys it, talk. Got, Let me think about this. Alex, you don't have to. We got it. Alex, we, we have it for you. We want you to be a fan. Nine games back of our division. <laughs> six so and a half fun. from the wild card. 10-game homestand incoming. Shout out to whoever wrote that in the notes. And two of the three teams that we play in those series are under 500. Give me the next so, 10 games. Who do we play? We play the Toronto. Blue Jays starting tomorrow. They are above 500, but that would be a good They're game good. in the wild card. It's They're a okay. weekend series, though. It's prime They're time. There's a lot of fans down at Comerica Park. We have the White Sox below 500. They're better than us. No, they have and Luis Roberts injured. We have the Rangers below 500. Rangers so those are our next 10? Yes. Can we All right. work out... Eight seven and, two. and three, seven and three, seven no, and three. No, because the boycott should be going right now. Eight no. and two, Gillen? We knew the Yankees were going to kill us. We knew so that. The, so we're Fine. sweeping seven one and of three them. is minimum. Okay, seven thank you. and three. Thank you. We can they can lose one, one game, game per series. Yep. 
perfect. Oh God, the Blue Jays. That's not going to happen. We're playing Elvin. We're pitching Elvin Rodriguez tomorrow night against the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are bringing up their number one. Is he going to tip his pitches again? I might go to that game actually. Is he going to tip his pitches again? Oh, that that was crazy. I hope not. I hope he's learned from that. So because the boycott hasn't started, I have to root for the Tigers until they lose. Yep, that's how that works. Yeah, you gotta you gotta at least follow along, care about the team, have opinions. About I have team. been following. I followed their stupid Twitter saying that they swept the Pirates even though they played two games. Hey, shout out, uh, shout sweet. out, uh, the Chief for still commenting on every single. Post. I love it. Yeah. God, <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm all for that. Evan, but boycott goes a little. You're not nonsense. off the hook. I morale don't, check. Don't. Morale check for you on the Casey Mize news. I. Almost, I did punch the couch chair that I was sitting in when I used that. That's absurd. However, I there's a YouTube video out there last year, two years ago, when Casey Mize was a rookie, of Pedro Martinez breaking down his pitching motion and how he throws the splitter. And Pedro Martinez predicted this. Oh, no. He said with the way that he throws and how he flies his front shoulder open and it's more like um, shoulder even with the base or home plate, that he's oh, putting no. too much torque on his elbow. Oh, no. And especially the way that he throws the splitter, it drives the muscles all the way through the elbow. Pedro oh, Martinez, no. you can look it up. It's, it's a great YouTube video. Um, Pedro. But Pedro Martinez predicted it. He says if he doesn't fix his mechanics and his control, oh, no. he's going to have discomfort. And he's These are bad signs, Evan. But, you know, when I thought of that, it was like, you know, those issues are going to be so long, not like the year after. Yeah, no. So you're not see he, we may not see him pitch until 2024, yeah, and he's gonna have you to guys change have his a good motion. Weekend. We would, could see him next year. If Casey Mize is dead, I'm this, boycotting this Tigers for life. This is my problem with it right now. Oh, if there's no. a question to head Tommy Johns, you need to do it sooner rather than later. Because the right. longer you wait, the longer it's gonna put into advancement. But JV can Flip get Tommy side. Johnson be a Cy Young. He's had out for two years. Yeah, like we're taught. He's out of COVID and last year. Alex, do you remember who Spencer Turnbull is? No, he hasn't pitched. He got Tommy John. We still haven't seen him back. He's still on the Tigers. A lot of guys come back from Tommy John. This right, is my, but it's like a year and a half. Like, spin zone I said, we will not see him so pitch until 2024. So my ruined. Yeah, your draft was bond with that. You spin should zone. Know. Okay, spin zone. He won't get a big contract <laughs> because he has Tommy John surgery. We're able to keep him longer. God. I mean, all this right. is all bad news. I feel no so good. bad. Like, it just sucks. I don't even want to throw the TJ word out there. We already have. I just, prayers up for Casey Mize. Please have the fastest recovery in the history of humans. Please. We are in your corner, Casey. We will not quit you. Don't turn into Jeff Okuda. <laughs> <sighs> Unnecessary. I'm sorry. Just can't. The kid's always on my mind. Young he's so G bad. Feet, young G Fee is back for blood this year. Um, God. Okay. Back to me, ball in my court, ball in my hands. I got a quick rant to get off my chest. Escalated even more tonight. We see 2024 Celine prospect CJ Carr picks mm. big Notre Dame over Michigan. Alex actually is the birth of this idea. I just want to call out the losers. Um, for every fan base, Alex sent me the text. Every so fan funny. Out there. I laughed out loud at <laughs> this tweet. Every fan base guilty. You got a prize prospect. This one sings a little bit more because he is Lloyd Carr's grandson, who is arguably one of the best coaches in Michigan history. Um, and these fans are like, yeah, Michigan actually cooled on this kid. They were Michigan's not recruiting him. They stopped recruiting him. They're targeting Jaden Davis. It's like he's a look, five-star legacy quarterback. Are you, you shitting can, me? You can think in your head and tell yourself that, but like, don't go tweet that. Don't go publicize that. It just makes everyone look stupid. Like, 
I understand the human reactions, but like, oh, we don't need him, blah, blah, blah. He, whatever, we cooled on him. But like, just keep that to yourself. Your your weird human nature brain, that's, that's the reaction people have. Don't go tweet that like a loser. It makes the fan base look um, out to lunch, like um, in denial. So just be like, yeah, it stinks. Michigan didn't get him. But also you can't fault the kid because Notre Dame's a great school. Hand up. When Grant was a young kid, there's like home VHS tapes of me. My mom asking me, Grant, what do you want to be when you grow up? I said the starting quarterback of Notre Dame. I get it. I was blinded by the gold helmet. Eventually, I grew up and realized that they're soft and they're not really good and they don't ever join a division and they're really not that good. Like I said, again, they lose every big game they play in. Um, maybe CJ will turn that around, but I understand the kid's obsession with Notre Dame. Marcus Freeman, also a really cool head coach. Can't blame the kid at all. But like, he- let's just... As he didn't Michigan go to Michigan because Michigan's offense is just hand the ball off 50 times. His mom confirmed that. Whoa. Whoa Can we confirm? She got hacked. She got, no. she got hacked. No, please. Also, another thing. If you get that was hilarious, fake hacked, though. you like a tweet that you probably shouldn't have liked, you just got to own that. You yeah, got to own like, that. Stand on that. That is true. You cannot People don't just get hacked and then the, the hacker goes on your Twitter and just likes one tweet and then leaves. That's not how hacking works. Yes, They're going to tweet something. <laughs> Yeah, probably something inappropriate too. Yeah. Um. All right. Now this one's a two-parter of Alex and Evan. Yes. First part of this. First part of this question. I know you guys have been fiending to talk about this. I just wanted to work it in because I thought of two angles. Is this the most exciting offseason you've ever had in MSU football history? Uh, defined. You said exciting. The buzz, the build, the building, the there's a the lot future. Of buzz. Define. There a lot of buzz. There's a different. There's a different buzz. I mean, the, the nonstop of waking up and being on Twitter for 12 straight hours a day when we were searching for our next head coach. The uh, Luke fit was the shoes. The checking the shoes at the airport. Flight tracker. Yes, the flight that tracking. Was <laughs> that was a different exciting. That was like a nervous. Yeah. Like, who are we going to get? Yes, this is a, we are, we have arrived. Like, <laughs> this isn't Tux coming. This is Tuck Kane, big time. Can we just say Tuck's here all so I don't over. get freaked out? No, Tuck no. Kane. No, all Tuck's over. here. Just all say Tuck's here. All over the place, here. all over everywhere. Tuck's, Tuck's grinding. Tuck came all over the country. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, this is, this is probably the most, as of right now, as of, 6-9-2022 Tuck nice. came is the most exciting thing. The bus yeah, most is exciting off season. Yes. I can't I can't escape it on our uh, Twitter feed. I oh, almost have to start doing my personal one. It's I, everywhere. I wanted to like it. It's crazy. I had I could give you the stat. It's there's certainly... a bunch of stats about about stars and whatnot. All the official visits and whatnot. It's just yes. a lot. You guys are doing a lot. We have the um, most t- talent visiting in the entire country in the month of June. And you're probably school, up every day above Georgia. Are we converting? Are we converting every okay. day for the rest of this summer? This, you're gonna this, be is, like, my, this is my stat. Um, according to uh, Sheehan Sports, four stars or higher visitors, so four star or higher visitors for the entire Big Ten West this month of June, 23. Same thing, four star or higher visitors for MSU for the first three weeks is 28. Hmm. Big Ten West joke. Talk big, came all over America. Big for Michigan State. Also, the Big Ten West is basically the MAC at this point. It's delving into the MAC. Besides Wisconsin, I mean, you look what Michigan did to Iowa in a Big Ten championship game. Those are a bunch of MAC schools. No don't, offense. To don't PJ downplay Fleck. 
Michigan State having the most official visit talent in the entire country in the month of June, which is a stat. I'm happy for you guys. That's why I say it's got to be one of the most exciting off seasons. Now, now the second negative, part of the question. Oh, there's okay. a negative. When you recruit big time guys, you're obviously going to get less. So people are going to, you know, freak out when we don't get some of these guys that they think we're going to get. Grant, breaking news. Did you see the picture of Lloyd Carr putting on a Notre Dame hat? Yeah, it looked like he was being held at, uh, like, gunpoint. Like, his, I mean, his grandson, dude, he put on a hat. <laughs> I love Lloyd Carr. He's a legend. Um, all right, now question for you guys, since you guys have also gone through this. How do I, as a Michigan fan, handle my team's poor recruiting numbers as of now following a playoff appearance in Big Ten Championship? You know, at, the end of the, at the end of the D'Antonio era, you guys went through this where the recruiting was like, what are we doing? But you yeah, just had great, on field, you had great on-field success. So what? when do I start to get antsy? Because right now I'm like, Jim, do your thing, man. You just went to the playoff, went to Big Ten Championship, got I a good question team coming back. First what do I do? Goes. I have one question. Okay. Is Jim a good talent developer? Does he yes. turn yeah, 100%. small stars into big time players? Yes. And are you confident in that ability? Well, like he's not coaching every position, but you're coaching staff pe- in general. Yeah, with the amount of people they put in the pros and the the class that they won the Big Ten championship with, with like a bunch of three stars at the bottom of the class, yes. Then you got nothing to worry about. Well, you still want those high-end guys. You do have to get people to commit, though, and you only like, have like four. Like an Aiden Hutchinson edge rusher, he was still a four-star guy. Like, you need four-star guys, a lot of them. Evan, sort of. what was your, your thought? We didn't. That was my thing. Spin zone, you always spin zone it, saying we develop our talent here. We don't care about the stars. If they play for our program, they're going to develop. They're going to be better when they're juniors and seniors. Always okay. spin zone that. You do not need four to, stars to win a Big Ten but, championship. It's confirmed. And Michigan has historically, they have um, finished strong with their recruiting class. Look at last year. Now, that was fortunate because a lot of coaches were leaving in the carousel, so they capitalized on that. But it doesn't feel great when you look at the 247 rankings in June already, which is a big recruiting month, and you are seventh in the Big Ten and behind Boston College at 31 nationally. It doesn't feel great. I'd if like it to be better. If you're outside the top 25 on July 1st, insert panic button because that's when all the officials are mainly done. I mean, kids yeah. still official in the fall, but not many. But even like after the season last year, though, in the winter, we were pulling in recruits at the end. Yeah, you so can I don't know pull when to panic. recruits. I'm telling you when. If it's in July and you're still at 31 or worse. That's almost here. Yeah. You got three weeks of official can we, visits coming can we up. we extend it to July 20th? August 1st. Final yes, offer. perfect. What a negotiation by me. Because a lot of kids commit in July. So, because okay. most kids want to commit before their high school season starts, practice starts in August. And then you got to wait for flips and you're like, oh, I hate this. So I just right. I'm, I might just stop caring about recruiting until they start losing every game. By August 1st, you're going to want to have most of your kids committed. All the people on Michigan 80%. Twitter that are like journalists and whatnot, they scare me when they're already thinking like the 2026, the field on the team. Like, I just don't. I don't know what I'm having for breakfast tomorrow. I just want to worry about the team upcoming. And then like, I'll be the guy three years late. Like, oh, I guess we weren't recruiting well in 2022. That's fine. I don't know. It's too stressful. I just want to think it's, about rings. It's also weird that this year, the state of Michigan doesn't have much other than Dante Moore and 
who else? You're probably disrespecting some people. I don't you know. Okay, but the guys that Michigan and Michigan State CJ are both Carr. going after, he's not this year. He's 24. Just, I'm just saying, guys in the well, state Michigan, of Michigan, Michigan, you don't see Michigan, like head-to-head recruiting battles with Michigan, Michigan, Michigan and Michigan State for state. Michigan players. No, because we're national brands and we pluck kids from wherever yeah. we want. So you guys are national brand new- kids wait longer, and with NIL, there's more deals to be presented, and it's going to take longer. It's just a longer Don't process. Even, I hate those three letters so much, and hearing about how Michigan's behind in them. Mm-hmm. Get better. Allegedly, they have programs, but I don't know. Um. Okay, those were the quick topics. Let's dive into Lions inside the den. First of all, shout out the video team that works with the Lions for Great putting stuff. together this masterpiece. It Great was episode. Full it was hour. the talk of the talk of the town on uh, sports media today. That one guy, like Ari Murov, he's kind of like a, I would say like a little bit lesser Adam Schefter. He pulled some clips from it, and it had like seven hundred quote tweets, a bunch of replies of people saying how sick the Lions' reactions were in the draft room. Um, my first thought: We'll just bounce around like we we've done in the past with this show. My first thought is all the national praise in the very beginning of the episode made me feel very uncomfortable. Felt foreign, and I did not like everyone telling us that we won the draft. Yeah, you got to block that out. <laughs> Just got to tune that out. Yeah, Neutral. You don't want to be the, the draft winners that bust. So if you just ignore it, you're not the draft winner in your own head. We're draft losers, in my opinion, until I see it, the product on the field. So... Or yeah, just winner, not winners or losers. We just drafted players, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. We'll go in the order of Evan. You go next, then Alex. Then we can hop around if things overlap. But Evan, your first observation from inside the den. My first observation was the Lions wanted in Hutchinson no matter what. He was their guy despite any of the smoke the flags, whatever they want to say, the rumors, he was their guy. I came away from this propaganda machine thinking that Aiden Hutchinson and the Lions, there's no better fit in NFL history than that combo based on the way they hyped this guy up about the motor, (laughs) he's one of us, the drive, the power. It was like that Tech 9 song and with The Rock. Like This felt like it was Matt. Even Aaron Glenn's like, he deserves us and we deserve him. He's a lion. And I was like, well, this is the best fit in NFL history. I might get some Spartan hate for this, but I almost texted you this morning, Grant. And because I, you know, watched it early. A lot of Aiden Hutchinson hype. He's going to be an all pro. Wait, you're one? I think he's going to be a monster, like have a great career. Okay. I was fully convinced by them. They were just like pumping his tires. I actually thought, you know, he seemed all right in interviews. I mean, he swore in interviews. I thought that was funny. And he just said he wanted to, like, what, go at that guy's face mask or something. How he just wanted to, like, bully people. I was like, yeah, no, this this is, this is could be a dude. There was one Hutchinson note. TJ Watt. That I want to know if you guys noticed um, during when they were talking about him and showing his highlights. Was there one thing that was in the back of your guys' head while watching his highlights? And then I was, like, sweating because I wanted to see how it played out. I was waiting to see if they'd show a Michigan State sack. And, of course, the very last one was did Peyton Thorngan sack. I was like, if we go through this whole highlight tape and there's no state, Michigan State highlights. I think they I'm do that gonna, on purpose. I'm going to hear it from Alex and Evan being like, yeah, well, he didn't do anything against us. I was like, please just show one for the love of God. I think they didn't want to divide the fan base, so they only put in one. 
and snuck it in at the end. He had a reasonable game against MSU. They could have put more. They but. just slipped that puppy in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Alex, last one, too. <laughs> unfortunate. Um, Alex, you're, another thought from you on the, inside the den. So this is against the take that I had about how awesome Jameson Williams is. I didn't enjoy his interview. Which one? His draft combine interview. Really? Yeah, he just didn't really talk much, and he just seemed kind of cocky. Well, that was my my observation was every football player seems cocky, and I was like, they just sell themselves. Not Josh Pascal. He seemed like a genuine nice guy. I mean, he gave himself a 9 out of 10 on the run game, which is a bold move. What are you going to say, 5? Well, I know. That's why I was like, Jamison's just going to be like, Hey, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm still gonna play like this. Like, if someone, a coach asks you, are you gonna play like this in the NFL? People don't, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to. I've done it since Ohio State. I respected that. I just think his body language is kind of weird, but I still think he's gonna be good. I think he's just about that action on the field. I also just think it's super weird that they hug so much in the draft room after every pick. Like they have to of, hug every guy after every pick you make. A lot of dap ups. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird that um, Sheila sits in there too. Okay. I don't think so. That's where the owner of the team sits in the draft room. That happens in like every team across the country. Tired of waiting? Tired of waiting? Brad, come on. You got to come up with something new for every guy. Uh, my next one was when Brad gets off the phone with Minnesota, all the football guys around him just like perk up in their seats like prairie dogs. Like he, he hangs up and they're just like, what is it? It's like, it's good. We're doing it. And then the guy that has to submit it to the league office is like, all right, it's this pick, this pick, this pick. Shout out to that guy. Because if he ever messes up, oh my God, yeah, that would screw be, up. You give an extra pick. Like that that submit button, like, yeah, are you sure you want to submit? Has to be so stressful. But yeah, he hangs up because they think the trade's going down. And all like it was, um, who was the guy? Oh, Dorsey. It was Rod Wood. It was uh, Dan Campbell. They were just like... What what is it, Brad? Brad has to feel so powerful in that moment, like he's just letting them know, yes, I just got this deal with Minnesota. So shout out that moment, Evan, to you. Piggybacking off of that, the Lions had a plan going into draft night to move up and trade, and they had they kind of previewed a little bit, like they had the trade in place before, um, before there was like a chance before, I don't know how much before, it doesn't really tell the timetable. But like of a plan that they're going to move up and package thirty two and thirty four, yeah, to move up, which is kind of like good to see that like hey they're not going to mess around, they're not going to wait, they're not going to let the draft just fall to them. Like if they got a guy that they want, they're going to go up and they're going to do it. So it could be foreshadowing for next year too because we're in the same situation. Aggressive now, yeah. Now that he's got two years under his belt, um, Alex. Brad Holmes, I also missed your guys' initial takes. So, I was basically Hutchinson. Oh, Brad Holmes slamming the table and the binder falling off. Again, and and he was like, Oh, I said I wasn't going to do that this year. (laughs) Banks the table. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was wondering if like Sheila was going to pick it up for him, but I think everyone was so carried away in the moment. They never picked that binder up, still there. (laughs) Um, Speaking on the emotions, Dan, head coach Dan Campbell's emotional swings 
when he's like <laughs> he's like us. Like when New Orleans traded up in front of us, he's like, damn it, no. it's over. And then once they took Olave, him just not being able to control his body and emotions. Like you you know, I get it's like one of his second draft as a head coach, but it was still like he just is like school. Because I guess it's, I mean, he does have input, but this is really Brad's event. Um, but just like the in, like seeing him just react to it, like he's along for the ride, was like one of. I mean, not as he's not swearing like we were on. The, he probably was swearing a lot, but they cut that all out. But like us on the couch watching it, it took me back to that moment of like, oh my god, no! Like and imagine in their situation, knowing they want to trade up, that the Saints then trade up in front of you, and you're like, oh no! But they took Olave, so that was sweet. Um, Evan. Dan Campbell just telling everybody that they're a football player is just absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Just the most recycled term in that guy's vocabulary. You're just a football player, man. This He's is one like, of us. Well, you're just come in and do what you do, man. We'll get you right. High motor. Just the fact that he has to say football players. Like, I just want one time to some one of them be like, yeah, we're all football players. No, you're a punter, man. Hey, Dan, <laughs> I, I've actually been playing football for a while. Yeah. Thank you, though. Um. Josh Pascal, I had down. Uh, and we knew this about our staff. They want character over most things. They really value character. I mean, they said like that when Brad was like, his character is elite, elite. Like repeated elite. that several times. And it's like, oh, wow. They And Josh Pascal's character is elite. The kid's gone through a lot and is a leader. But it is crazy in potentially a good way how much our staff values that in their draft process where they don't want any turds, as Dan Campbell said, I think, in one of his opening press conferences. So that was eye opening. Alex, any other Antoine Randall Al popping his head in and yes, thanking them for Jameson. That was hilarious. I thought that, that was, was cool. good and like, bad. Oh, yeah. I thought it was good and bad. Good because, you know, Frilly, him just like walking as a good moment to catch on TV. Bad because, like, why can't he just already be in there? Yeah. It seemed like, I guess, coaches and coordinators aren't in there. Yeah. So uh, they office guys, they would bring in um, Dave Phipp. The special teams coach, he'd came in a couple times to talk about guys' fits on special teams too. Yeah. So I think it's just I the guess head it's honchos. just kind of like you're like the position guy. You kind of get stuck with who you are, so they're not like influencing anybody. Yeah. But they're right there though. Yeah. I mean they're certain they're, in the, they're in the building somewhere. It was funny because they could hear him um they could hear him go, Yeah, and they're like, Oh, that's Randall L's voice, and then he popped his head in because they probably heard him say that. My other point was this felt like the same vibe of the, the recap show as last year where the Lions are the smartest team in the league and everyone kept dropping to us. Like with Pascal, they're like, oh, I thought we were going to get him at 34. Or Kirby Joseph, like he's not going to be there third round. Like it just makes us think as fans that we're just getting the best value in the draft. Now, obviously, who knows if that's true or not. But it painted the picture again like last year where, oh, I can't believe this guy fell to us. He's still there. What a steal. Yeah, I wondered how much of that is true or video editing or what because it can't just happen every single pick oh that guy's been on our board for the last five hours and no one picked him for 58 picks it just can't happen every time there's just no way when you think about every pick that we took at least in the the top four Hutchinson fell according to them because he should have gone one Jameson fell because they thought he'd be above Olave Kirby Joseph fell to 46 they were thinking he'd be at 34 or no, sorry, Josh Pascal fell to 46. And then Kirby Joseph fell into the late third when they thought he'd be gone, like, I don't know, early third. So it was just like, oh, here we go again. 
we're getting steals left and right on Brad Holmes, like little piece of paper he kept writing on to like update his list, which is just, I like it. He boils everything down to the few guys he wants and coming up to the draft spot. Um, and then my very last thing I'll let you guys finish it out is I like that Kirby Joseph, they raved about his ability to catch the football because nothing angers me more than defensive backs who can't catch interceptions. So it sounds like this guy is the best at catching interceptions ever, the way they talked about him. Yeah, but he had a bad report today at minicamp. That's so. okay, Alex. It's June. Catch the football. Yeah, he seems like a ball hawk. I mean, I guess my last point is, as other NFL scouts and analysts, it feels good that they appreciate their NFL scouts and trust them to doing their job and how excited they get when they one of their guys that they scout and rank high. Their, their front office is trusting them with their insight and saying, yeah, we're taking one of your guys. Like the guy that talking about, um, I think it was Pascal, the guy saying that he was getting nervous because it was like his guy and he was counting down the picks and insight and Dan Campbell kind of gets frustrated, like you said earlier, with Houston trading up. And he kind of is like, oh, crap, are they going to take a defensive line? Oh, they take Mechie. And he stands up all excited saying they're looking to get Pascal. So it's good to see that the scouting department is actually invested in Wells invested into it as well real quick on that when i thought um they were gonna have to bleep it out or something when when houston trade up i thought dan was like oh and he's gonna be like well they need everything so this could be anybody (laughs) (laughs) like i thought he was just gonna wrap that that in there but really the scouting uh yeah like you said like us me i felt that moment when we took hutchinson alex felt that when they took jameson williams and evan you would have had that moment as a, a proud scout if they took um jordan davis with the jameson williams pick like those are our guys like you want to see your guys go to your team so we would have had those same reactions as the little area the area scouts do so i can see why they get nervous during that um alex any last points from you on inside the den no just really good quality video and i enjoy that it was like a full hour because hopefully no one from work's listening but watch the whole thing at work (laughs) wow Good stuff, though. Um, now it's going to be hard knock season coming up shortly. Looking forward to that. Yeah. We can't forget the inside the dens when we have the hard knocks. We can't let them spoil us. So we'll still always stay true to inside the den. Um, for now, for the last kind of thing we'll talk about here, the NFL quarterbacks snake draft. Should it be a good one? I'm going to be honest. To, to hype this up, this was probably the hardest ranking I've had to come up with. Um, I think just because I'm worried about um, I'm a little in my own head already about the internet shredding this graphic or this list when it comes out because I would say there's not much more subjective in sports than like who's better than who as a quarterback. I mean, yeah. people people get so fired up about that um, on all walks of life. So I just wanted to have my points at least where I can defend myself if I do something controversial because everyone sees quarterbacks and their value different. You're taking Carson Wentz first. No, 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 no. Kenneth Walker has a hamstring injury, Evan. Oh no, breaking news. It's devastating. That's the running back curse in Seattle because Chris Carson's not even in minicamp yet. Um, all right. This is the way we'll do it today is Evan, you're the one in the generator. I'm the two. Alex is the three. I will hit generate now. This always happens, dude. Three, Alex, you get the first choice. I swear this kid has gotten his choice of the pick like the last a million times. Uh, I mean, I'm going to go one and take my guy so you don't have to worry about it. You guys don't like him anyways. That's actually 
really beneficial for how I want this draft to play out. Unless I take someone else. Um, generate one. So, Evan, you get to pick either second or third. Um, I'm going to go third. So, I'm second. Okay. All right. I don't hate that. All right. With the first pick in... Okay. And we should go off of this. This is almost a predictive draft. We're saying who's going to be like, who are the best quarterbacks going into this season? Okay. This isn't like last season. This isn't career. This is right now. Basically, who do you want to be your quarterback going into the next season? Or I guess, well, no, because it's their situation. Like you have to factor in their team and whatnot. So I guess that makes it tougher because I factored in a, a lot of wide receiver rooms in my draft. I'm just going to take my favorite quarterback yeah. in the league. No, I'm going to take Patrick shit. Mahomes, and I'm going to get crucified by White and Cody. And I don't really care. I don't need to justify it. I'm not going to give any explanation. It's no very explanation. well known that he's minimum a top three quarterback in this league. He's already won Super Bowl. He's got all the ability, all the arm strength. He can run. He can do anything. Any concern about If you say having... anything about his brother. No. No, Alex, chill out. You were so sensitive to that. I was just any concern about his receiving room being dog water this year. Mm, it definitely was a thought. He's throwing to Marquez Valdez-Scantling, McCole Hardman, and Juju Smith-Schuster, and Travis Kelsey. But the, the, receiving, Travis core, Kelsey. the receiving core is taking a big hit. Two things, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid offense, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be He's okay. He's got elite skills. All right. He does. He was in my top three. I would hope so. <laughs> All right, Evan, I'm sorry. I'm taking Josh Allen with the second pick in the NFL quarterback draft. He's my number one overall quarterback going into this year. You just look back at his playoff stats, which is a huge factor in quarterbacks and how good they are. All Grant he cares had, about his playoffs for anybody, any sport. Yeah, that's what wins you championships. Josh Allen had pretty much the best playoffs you could have as a quarterback last year. The only reason he didn't keep playing is because of coin toss rule. And also his core coming into this year is pretty solid. The emergence of Gabriel Davis. We know Stefan Diggs is there. Dawson Knox can get healthy, healthy for a full season. He's just, and he runs. He's, he's just what you want a quarterback to be. He's the man. Sorry, Evan. Okay, man. It's a good pick. Solid but now pick. you for I sure can get pitch. your guy on the turn. Yeah. Go ahead, pen in here. Bummer. Oh, it's so frustrating. I thought you were gonna pick somebody else, bro. I wonder who you thought I was gonna take. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, there was a clear one-two, probably. Well, in my head, Mahomes was third for me. I almost well, yeah, you're dumb. But I almost took Josh Allen just to spite everybody. That would have been the fire Elmo meme with your hands up if you took I'm Josh Allen. Third, one. I almost did. <laughs> I mean, I would have. Well, you're done. We'll see. Sorry. Juju right. Smith. I'm going to take... I am going to take Joe Burrow with my first pick. Whoa. That's spicy mommy. <laughs> I don't hate it. Because he's not going to get back to me. Oh my God, is this guy going to get back to me? And I am going... Yeah, he's going to get back to you because you know who else I'm taking. I'm taking my guy. I'm taking Matthew Stafford with my next pick. Are you worried about a Super Bowl hangover with Matthew Stafford? Um, I'm not because he's never had playoff success, so he might treat it as like 
I don't really care. But also, he is facing one of the toughest schedules. A lot of primetime games, a lot of spotlight. He is in L.A. But he just goes out there and does it. I think it, he needs to worry about everybody else on his team. Um, defense line, Aaron Donald, bag. Cooper Cup, bag. They got Bobby Wagner, bag. Um, Allen Robinson. They're, I don't think they're going anywhere. As long as they can fix up their secondary, they'll be okay. Wow. All right. Alex, any thoughts on Stafford? You've been you've had some mean words for him in the past. For no reason. I don't I don't have a I've never had a problem with Stafford. He's the only reason you cheer for If Lions you go football. back and listen, I never said I didn't like Stafford. I liked him the entire time he was in Detroit. So that's just not true. Just checking. Just checking. You're just making things up to try I to love make it spicy. I love the Burrow pick. I, I was hoping he'd fall to me at some point in this draft, but I, I really respect you going and getting him because I think he's they revamped their offensive line. I think he's yes, gonna be slinging the ball around. Um and he's got a great wide receiver core. Okay, middle pick without further ado on the wraparound. It's Tom Brady. It's the greatest, probably athlete of all time. Mm, led the league. Asterisks. Now you're like, wait a second, Grant. Uh, he's old. Well, he also led the league in touchdowns last year. So he's still firing the ball in all cylinders. He's got a great core of receivers. Got to get Chris Godwin healthy. Added Russell Gage, a little sneaky signing to the Bucks, And you got Mike Evans coming back. Um, they're going to be slinging the ball around. He's got Bruce Arians out of there. He's got his guys in. Tom Brady's ready to roll. He's got playoff lane to throw passes to. Feel good about him. Feel great about my one, too, honestly. Now, Alice gets two. Alice can do some damage here. I'll take Justin Herbert mm. next. Oh, the young, unproven Damn. star. And I'll pair him with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God. You guys let another guy get back to me. I'm feeling good. All right, let's dive into those two picks question that i asked evan about the concerns are you concerned about aaron Rodgers in his terrible receiving core this year he usually always has a terrible receiving core just has Devonte adams right well he's um, no longer so am i concerned yes but you can't just base everything off who their receivers are you have to trust the quarterback itself and i think aaron Rodgers is a good football player and he has proved it i also should say they're not terrible i don't want to be that i mean they're just unproven um but I did knock Aaron down a couple rankings today based on that he's dating a witch. That is going to factor into the season. I'm not kidding when I say that. I actually think that's going to be a okay. problem. Relevant conversations. So and Herbert has a great receiving core, or I'm at serious. least good, good offense, and he has all the talent in the world. So I'm banking on his upside. I think Herbert probably has like the strongest arm of he's anyone. It's up there. Like, he throws the most darts. I don't know if he throws it farther between him and Josh Allen. Mahomes got the most arm angles. Aaron Rodgers got the most precision, I feel like. Tom's got the brains. Um, Yeah, wow. Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I need a vet. I am taking, this is might be Grant's bull call. Might be what I'm putting my hat on in this draft. I had this guy ranked number four going into this year, and he's still there. And it's Broncos country. Russell Let's ride. Wilson. Russell Wilson, I'm taking here. Um, I'm buying in on the loaded core. He's got a good play caller coming from Green Bay. He's out of that. I lo- I was like, because he had a down year last year. I went and looked at people's pass attempts from last year. They didn't let him throw the ball at all last year. They were, Pete Carroll gets his way. He's going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And that's why Russell's like, you know what? I don't need to do this. I'm better than this. He leaves. I like his weapons. Tim Patrick. Corlin Sutton, Jerry Judy, 
The first guy you named was Tim Patrick. Yeah, because I had him on fantasy football. So I well, just I had Tim Patrick. Russell last year in fantasy, and I watched a few of his games. He didn't look great. Now, he, you could say it was the down. finger injury. He did not look like a top 10 quarterback in the league. I think this is going to be like when Peyton Manning had his year in Denver when he made the switch. I think Russell was carried gonna... by it defense no not the first year when he was on evan's fantasy team and he like won evan the league like Peyton manning was, thomas Peyton manning r.i.p Peyton manning was lighting up the league um that one year i had on fantasy i vividly remember and then he started to taper off and that could happen with russell i think russell's gonna light up the league um but i understand if you guys are a little bit hesitant on it and knock down a point for broncos country broncos country let's ride let's ride evan you saw that video right i don't think so uh, was it him I said it. it the one that, yes, I watched yeah. that one, yes. It was All one right, of the most us, awkward us, things I've ever seen. Give us your best impression then. <laughs> For Walter <laughs> Wilson's voice? Broncos oh, country. How, how would Evan Cammons do it if you were there? Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> that was like a Wrangler ad. Sounded like a voiceover in a NASCAR video game. Real American <laughs> Wrangler Gene Danner. All right. Built for tough. Now, Evan, you have oh, got to hate the quarterbacks on my list. I hate them, hate them, hate them. Don't take them. Evan, this is why I was nervous. I was surprised you picked last because I don't want to have pick 15 because I couldn't think of, like, the best 15. I, was like, well, I got two guys that I'm in love with at 15. I don't like anybody that are my 9 through mm. 13. <laughs> it's about value for you. Yeah, it is. Um, I think I'm going to skip two quarterbacks just because I think they're vastly <laughs> overrated. I'm going to do it. I don't care about if I don't win this one. I won the other ones. Um, the I'm going to take ones. the other one. Those two. We, took, we had another one. We had the. You only win food food drafts. You don't win sports drafts. I won the sports one. I won the under twenty five, and I won the uh, summer drinks one. You just declared yourself the under twenty five <laughs> winner, from, or what? The feedback from what I got is saying congrats <laughs> on winning. From what three people? Oh. I think the I think the food and drink one, the summer drinks, you clearly won. Yes, I agree. But under twenty five, I've heard a lot of very close. Just take your picks, Evan. There's like four know, guys. Like, I think there's four guys he's looking at that I feel the same way about. There's two guys that I don't want to take. Three I'm guys. Take him, but I'm taking my take. second pick. I don't want to take these two quarterbacks. They're gonna be bums. I'm not taking them. I'm gonna take Kyler Murray and Matt Ryan. Matt oh, Ryan. So I think Matt Ryan's a surprise there. I would Matt say. Ryan is a top 12 quarterback Whole, in the NFL. Whoa, shit. you're going to say top 12? Yes. He's oh, flying. He's on a better team, better, better running back, better offensive system. He's finally going to be around weapons for the first time since they went to the Super Bowl. I'll give you this. I think that team's going to be successful. I think that team's going to be successful. And Jonathan Taylor. So a running back? Their draft pick, Alex, Alex, Alex Pierce. every team needs a good running back. Okay, who are the receivers, Evan? Pittman. <laughs> Junior. Alex, Michael Pittman one. Jr. He's better than all the bums that were on uh, Falcons last year. Sure, but it's not some sweet receiving core. Paris Campbell, Michael Pittman, and Alec Pierce. Studs. And a Alec corpse of T.Y. Hilton. Now... Evan, I think the team he's going to be on is going to be good because they're very well built. But I, I think, do think they'll be good. You could this could help you, like when we look back on the year, because they could have good 
great success, but I don't think great Matt success. Ryan's gonna, like be backpacking this team to wins. They're gonna basically like limit his attempts and let Jonathan Taylor run all over people. Speaking of the faces. Carson Wentz season, they're just not gonna lose. No, he'll be better than Carson. Oh, he'll think, be better than Carson gonna, Wentz. I think they're definitely gonna throw the ball more. I believe. Yeah. Well, you're gonna have to get those receivers. They're gonna to throw the ball on average eight to ten more times a game. Dude, I want to. Paris Campbell is one of the guys I want to see be healthy so bad because he just lit up Michigan in that one game, and I just think he's one of the best football players of all time. (laughs) I just need to see it. Oh, yeah, it was both. Was Matt Ryan your 15th guy, Evan, and that's why you just took him? Uh, No, he was my 12th guy. He was my 16th. I think I had him as like right on the fringe if I had to take someone around 15. I thought about him. He made my list. I like him. Good guy. I had no defense of why I would take them. I didn't. I, I wrote down notes for people. On my ninth and tenth guy, to go to my eleventh and twelfth. Okay. You took Kyler as the other. Yes. Yeah. Solid pick. Gross. I think having I think having his college teammates going to help him no, a lot. I mean, it's a good pick. I'm just gross at my list that I got left. I hate. I'm glad I can just take one guy here and then let Alex take the other two for me. Um. Oh man, this is a tough pick. I feel like I'm in the Evan spot. Why well, I skipped Christ. on both of them? I skipped I on both of them. I, have I don't two, like any of the guys left. I have two guys right here. You know what? I'm gonna take the more explosive guy. I'm gonna take Dak Prescott right here. I'm gonna do it. Um, explosive with the arm, but now with the legs. Lamar's explosive with the legs. I was gonna take both of them. Yeah, we know. Um, Dak just hasn't. Um, yeah, he doesn't run as much. But I, here's a spin zone. So as a CD Lamb fantasy owner, he's much better than Amari Cooper. No offense to Amari Cooper. Losing Amari Cooper is actually a net positive for that team in a way because they don't have to. Like Amari Cooper would complain about his targets, and they would just force feed him and throw like ten yard hitches that were smothered because he needed the ball. So I think having CD Lamb is the guy will be good for Dak. And he had he had great passing numbers last year. He just kind of lost that running because of the injury he had. So if he can keep slinging it, primetime games, plays well in them, might boost his view in people's eyes. I don't love it. Dude. I was going to take Lamar, Kyler. I'm going to take Lamar here. What? Well, this, like this, this, this is a quarterback draft, not a running back draft. <laughs> yeah, I'll take Lamar Jackson. <laughs> made that joke. Did he win MVP? Or yes. close. He won he did one win year. MVP. Yeah. Not like two years ago. All right. So I got an MVP quarterback. He stunk know. last year. He was injured a lot. I have three MVP quarterbacks in my first four picks. I'll take that. Uh, then I was going to take Dak. And now Dak's gone. And now I'm puking at who I have to take. Ugh. Take Jalen Hurts. Whoa. That That's who I was going to take. Right it's, it's Jalen Hurts. No, well, left off three good quarterbacks. You're Thank le- you. you just let another guy slip to me? Who? Oh, my God. Come on, I'm happy with the rest of my three. I'm not taking Kirk. I'm not taking Trey Lance. I'm not taking Derek Carr, Mac Jones, or Tua, or Daniel Jones, or Trevor Lawrence. I'm not taking any of those guys. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. Am I missing someone bad? I can't believe you took Jalen Hurts right now, though. No, I'm just – those quarterbacks my are last pick. more talented. Like, I've watched you talk about him and how, like, he played – pretty bad he was all right at the end of the year and everyone has a lot of buzz about him he threw 16 touchdowns last year he had like eight on the ground though he threw like a touchdown a game yeah i guess him and lamar they're both basically runners jalen hurts did lead the league in qb rushing yards but 
I mean, I'm looking at the guys. I mean, I think maybe there's one you could take, but I think that would be. Right. Well, my last pick, who is I thought you were going to take, I was like, please let this guy fall to me. Um, he is ahead of Lamar in my rankings and Jalen Hurts. I'm banking on a new offense and one, the, one, the best receiver in the league basically coming to his team. So I'm taking That's Derek Carr. That's who I was Carr. between. Now, but I hate Derek Carr's touchdown numbers through his career. He like looks barely like ever hits 30, but... I think with that new offense, Josh McDaniels coming in, modernizing that offense, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, he's got pieces, so I'm taking Derek Carr. I mean, Jalen Hurts did get some pieces this offseason, too. Jalen Hurts did. You should have said A.J. Brown. That was a miss. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. I mean, he's got guys. All right. And now Mr. Irrelevant of the quarterback draft. Mr. Irrelevant's going to be Spartan Dog. Captain Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Mr. Reliable. Won't well, we need a big a time prime, prime time game, but you will be in every game. If you need to upset New Orleans in the in the Superdome for mm-hmm. a playoff game, call Kirk. Pe- people don't forget. Yep, people um, do. If you need guaranteed money to start the revolt or to change the quarterback market. Call Kirk. If you want Andrew's a nice 10. family man um, that drives around in a beat up van, that I think they got a new one. Um, just call Kirk. You know, he's got Dalvin. He's got Justin Jefferson. He's got a new quarterback, our new coach, offensive-minded coach. Um, they are in the weird rebuild, non-rebuild mode, so you never know. But he's just a quality quarterback. There's always the bad stats, but always these weird good stats every single year. If you need someone to barbecue meat or grill meat, Kirk Cousins, not Kirk your Cousins. guy. Not your guy. Not your guy. He's Lincoln been, Riley is not been, your guy either. No, he's been notoriously roasted about his um, grilling habits. I think my team's going to score a lot of fantasy points. Does that translate yeah, to wins? No, but we'll take fantasy points. Got my a lot quarterback, of my Joe Burrow, I had him as my quarterback last year, and he had the most fantasy points for any quarterback in a single week. Shout out the nice. Ravens secondary. I think Kirk's going to be solid. I, I like their new offensive coordinator. You know, not the most talent on my roster, but I am biased and I don't like quarterbacks that I don't like. The um, bottom two. Your top three look sweet. The, I'm looking at the bottom two. I'm like, oh, I could see where people are like, okay. Whereas, you know what? Alex's bottom two, I wouldn't say are like much better, but they're flashy. So that might That's be. why like, I people took love Jalen running Hurts qu- over Derek Carr. People love running quarterbacks. Flash. They play with them in Madden. They love Pizzazz. Yes. <laughs> Swag. Fantasy Hurts. production on the ground. Jalen Hurts and Lamar have more swag than Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins. That's just a fact of life. I got life. three MVPs. And then I have a weird-looking guy in Derek Carr who looks creepy. I'm going to have to find a good photo of him. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's wearing mascara the whole game. Just always have a helmet on. You know? Um, I want Joe Burrow sitting in the cigar. I want him with the cigar. Wow. The glasses. LSU picture. No, I can't do an LSU picture. I could do if I can't find... If you didn't recreate that, I can do the one where he's walking into the game with his like fur oh, coat yes. and the, sun, yes. the glasses when he beat Alex's starting quarterback, I believe. Yes. Um, Kyler, I request you. I want miniature Kyler, that big cat to be shown all the time. I want that picture. I think it's adorable, and I love that picture. <laughs> For the record, I had no intentions of taking Kyler. No Jared Goff? No. I Sorry. will say, in all seriousness, when I was looking through the depth charts of wide receivers – our wide receiver room 
is pretty good. I would say it's above average compared to some of the receiver rooms I saw. 14th in the league. Really? Says you. According to me. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, um, that's assuming Jamison Williams is like going to be as good as we think. Not better. Not going to be healthy for training camp, Dan Campbell said today. Right. But he I plays know. week seven. Yes. No, week five. We already went to the scenario, Alex. I thought the pup was six weeks. Oh, move to four. Get with the times. Evan said New it's England June, week Brent. five. I did hit on my Tottenham top four bet, and I immediately placed those winnings on two futures. One was Lions winning the NFC North. Oh, my God. And one was Michigan State winning the Big Ten. So oh my betting God. with my heart, not my head. Oh, my God. It's free money. Look, it we turned into a lot t- of money. We talked about it at the beginning of the show. I asked you the question. We know Ohio State's going to win the Big Ten this year. You should have placed the futures for. I've basically written in Michigan State's winning the Big Ten in football the next three years after this one. <laughs> With these recruiting classes, how do people keep up? That would be sweet. They don't. <laughs> they don't. But this year's Ohio State's. They're back for it. Yeah, I grant. I was trying to find big plus money odds that I could happily cheer for all year. And those Why don't you are just things. play a bag on your guys' win total? It's only at seven and a half. I feel like eight wins is plus one hundred. Why not take plus two thousand? Well, I mean, it depends. It depends on how on much you're betting. But if you're season. doubling your money, like eight wins is free. It feels yes. like. Yes. Why don't you just do two hundred dollars on? Because seven the wins. winnings weren't two hundred dollars. No, you put two hundred dollars on it to win four hundred. Yeah. Right. You have to have $200 in your account to put down $200. Well, we thought your Tottenham bet was... The, in your my account. Tottenham bet won me $83. Oh, okay. And I split but, that and put oh. Lions, NFC North, and Michigan State Big Ten winner. And Basically, Michigan State wins the Big Ten. I'm $3,000 richer. You just gave it to FanDuel. You said, here you Draft go. DraftKings. DraftKings accepted okay. my cash. You just said, it. here you go. Here you go. All right. I was going to say we do have... Two basically listener questions. They're both golf related. I feel like it's long and we can just talk about Save the live. We talked about the live stuff like next show. We didn't have people did not come out in numbers for the questions this week. So we got we'll, a late, late submitted question that I wrote in there, but also can be answered next week. We'll pile some in. Was it the butt putt one? No. No. There was a, there was a, the, there was a I wrote it. One. It's in the doc. Top three personal vacation slash trips of all time. Oh, I like that. Yeah, we'll answer these more in depth next time. It was actually so. top five, but I dropped three in case we were light on time. So we can get back to five. This is, this is for the, the guide tier listeners, the elite tier listeners that are still listening right now. We see your questions. We will answer them it's next show. All right. That is all for today. To reiterate, at Shot of MS on all the social platforms, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, where to listen, tell a friend, be a friend, all that good stuff. Um, with all that being said, Cheers to the end of Cheers. episode 75 and to um, potentially Evan. I saw you put Sergey Fedorov becoming the next Red Wings coach. That's scary. What? Scary. Scary. One online uh, gambling place, Bet Online, has him as the favorite. Seven to two odds. I, Was DeBoer your guy Never from Carolina? Never been a coach. In the, in the NHL, the... he hasn't, Alex. He has been in Moscow. Okay. Well. This is the this is America. Um, was DeBoer your Carolina guy, Evan? No, that's uh, DeMore. Bru- Brenda Who's Moore. The Bru- Brenda. Didn't the Bruins coach just get fired? Yeah. Isn't he now in the, Bruce in the mix? Cassidy. Uh, all I Sounds know is like whoever, guy. whoever uh, hockey people are shaking their fists, whoever Pete DeBoer is, he's 4-1, to one, so he's right behind Fedorov. I think he's a they, former Vegas coach. Gary Trotz, 6-1. to one. He's lurking. <laughs> no, all right. Get him out. Episode 75. What do you guys have for your cheers? Anything? Uh, 
I did have something, but I didn't write it down, so now I forgot. Oh, no. To another week of big official visits for the dogs. Happy birthday, brother. Oh, that's a huge one. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Michelle. All right. Episode 75. Pete DeBoer's The Vegas.